0: Hello, welcome to Come Agers, I'm Brian Costello, I'm Jim DeSanto,
1: and I'm Katie Schuyler.
0: Oh, I like to say that, I like that, I like that, that was, <laughs> yeah. I like that, thank you. That was really good. Uh, and today we are discussing the cultural sensation that is... Hamilton. Hamilton! I just brought all, many of my Alexander Hamilton books to read uh, you show from, off.
1: I could have brought the first one, but I don't have the others. <laughs>
0: Um, we are discussing Hamilton, which is, of course, besides being a truly amazing Broadway sensation, is currently on Disney Plus as Mm -hmm. a film, which made it fair game for us to do. But Mm -hmm. first, as always, we ask the most pressing question of every episode. What are we drinking this episode?
2: I'm finishing off a bottle of very special Stag Junior whiskey that I got in Kentucky this year.
1: Congratulations, and I'm we're sorry. Still
2: allowed to leave our house, yeah, and yeah. the state.
1: Those were the days.
2: Well, you can. Mm. Plus, I, I yeah. had to have whiskey tonight. You yeah, because
1: yeah, it's like it, historically what you think relevant. Do
2: when we try to tax our whiskey? That part, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. yes, very, mm-hmm. right. That's fair.
1: Very good, good job, Jim. Dynamite in. Thomas uh, Jefferson
2: uh, did not want his whiskey taxed or his tea.
1: Katie is drinking a local hard seltzer made by & Brewing Company. Lovely. I wish I oh. had the can to show you.
0: It's, you it's referenced
1: cute. that I did uh,
2: last week's I episode, did. and mm-hmm. I went
1: and I got some of them today because they are so scrumptious. And as you can oh. see,
2: it's got like real stuff in it. It is not Mm-mm. a see-through that seltzer. That does not no. look like the spiked seltzer it's that got, you mm,
1: that you're drinking. No. Real fruit Mm-mm. in it. It's so. I
0: good. love it. Mm-hmm. I wanted you to mix every drink in January, mm. uh, July with tequila. Gee, but-
1: I just listened to that.
0: But I will you can, do that. you'll get a pass. You'll no, get no, a no, pass no. for this. I will
1: do it. Uh, if you if you all give me two minutes at the end of the episode, I will okay. I will make it happen.
0: Mm. Works for me. I am drinking <laughs> Iron Mike Pale ale.
2: Ooh, that's very patriotic of you. From Moat Mountain, yeah, brewery, that always that will New just Hampshire. always make me think of Mike Tyson. You can't, yeah. Iron Mike.
1: Is it supposed to? Is that is that
2: his nickname? Uh, I Iron Mike. Yeah, yeah, I don't think this has to deal with that though. No.
1: I wonder why they went with the patriotism and not the face tattoo.
0: Um, probably because it doesn't have anything to do with Iron Mike Tyson.
2: Oh. Yeah, okay.
0: But mm. it's a delicious beer, and Moat yeah. Mountain mm. is one of my favorite breweries. Mm-hmm. Um, last week we discussed. A film about a group of people who selflessly um, sacrifice themselves mm. to save the world.
1: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Much, when we much have, like we would have all done.
0: Yeah. Much like a lot of people won't even wear a mask. No. Now, oh, I forgot. Oh, if I someone, someone needed Bruce
1: a mediator. Medi- I forgot. Yeah.
2: If a <laughs> mediocre to less than mediocre podcast was needed on asteroid, destroy it. Before it crashed, we would go. We, we,
1: we, would, would, do go. we would do that. We would do
2: that. were very subpar guitar playing. Hmm.
1: Uh-huh. Um That's very good of you. Um, yeah. Oh, Brian. You know, we're matchy-match.
2: I have my well, yeah. Widowmaker.
0: And then my uh, thing. Um, so we discussed it a few things, which was a, f- a fabulous episode, by the way. Uh, if you did not get a chance to it listen really to it, we learned about people engaged in extracurricular activities mm. while watching the film. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, we learned mm-hmm. also that Katie's high school boyfriend was probably actually in love with her best friend, not yeah. her. That's what I, I realized. I realized of at this, this movie. movie. Yeah. 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 Uh, and we actually talked about the film a yep. little bit as well. Um, just to fact was was here, a fact check here, one of our talking points was the president in the movie played mm-hmm. by an uh, actor by the name of Stanley Anderson. Mm-hmm. Who, upon research, was actually also the president in Michael Bay's The Rock.
2: Armageddon, now, The Rock, universe confirmed.
0: I, I don't know if that's true. I, don't, I, have, I have to uh, rewatch watch The Rock. Let's just say it's it confirmed. confirmed. He's in a lot of stuff. Not really in that movie much. Okay. Mm. But he's in a lot of stuff. Um, Michael Bay does not like the movie. He thinks it's one of the worst movies he ever made, which is, again, shocking for anybody who's seen Transformers films. So many questions. Um, He hates the final third of the film, he said. He said it was too rushed. Um, I, I... judge him based upon that judgment. And I wonder if he's seen his other work um, (laughs) recently. Um, Also, apparently Bruce Willis despised working with Michael Bay and would never do anything again with him upon completion of that film. What I did find really interesting about this is the only reason Bruce Willis was in this movie apparently is Disney Uh, which owned Touchstone, whenever you saw a Touchstone movie, it was a Disney movie, but this was before Disney is Disney now with like Marvel and stuff like that. So they wouldn't produce movies under the Disney banner for adults. They would Mm -hmm. do it under Touchstone Pictures. Actually agreed to bail him out of a horrible movie he was making, Mm -hmm. but he had to agree to do three movies. The three movies turned into Armageddon, The Sixth Sense, Unbreakable.
1: No, that's that's a pretty good not run. Not a yeah. bad run. Yeah.
0: Yeah. It's pretty good when you sell off a uh, a dud of a movie, which apparently was never even released. And those are the three you have to make. Yeah. And
1: he's the
2: star result. of all of them.
1: Um, yeah. I would like to take this moment to throw a question out to our listeners. Um, so we've discussed presidents that we've seen on film. I thought the one in Armageddon was like a wet dish towel mm-hmm. um, compared to Bill Pullman in Independence Day, who I thought made a strong showing. But tonight, we've got quite a few American presidents represented in mm-hmm. Hamilton. And I would say that Christopher Jackson's portrayal of George Washington might be my favorite portrayal of an American president ever on film. So the question to you, my listeners, is best movie President.
2: Well, yeah. I mean, he's a character. He's not he's a character. actually George Washington. No, no, no. Totally. I'm saying the like answer, this of portrayal, like is this president. Dave. Dave. Kevin <laughs> Klein as Dave.
1: That's <laughs> a good one.
2: That's a good one. Wait, that's very good
1: okay. One. I'm going to say right now we need to schedule that for next July 4th or. Our election. What about Harrison Ford week. in
2: Air Force Ooh, One? I, I do one. like
1: Harrison Ford as the U.S. president. Not, we
2: could we could do that.
0: A top mm-hmm. five. That could be. We should have. Keenan I don't even Kimmel, know Popat. him in It'll that. It, to, be, top to be honest, five,
2: that, uh, president. That's movies. like the weird mm-hmm. movie. Like every line I'm thinking of is not from Air Force One. It's fr- except we don't if from
0: another movie. Yeah, it's from it's, it's from it's from the Air
2: Fugitive. Force. I'm like, all I was yes. thinking was he had one arm. <laughs> i oh, think my, my favorite president
1: before hamilton came around was the president from 24 david palmer oh I david palmer president david palmer great yeah, great good. show he was so good oh
2: uh, laura roslin from battlestar oh she's great Ooh, too very good
0: mm-hmm. but that's not really an american president that mm. is
1: intergalactic president. president yeah whatever yeah yeah, yeah you know. well, I'll take, all I'll right, let's talk about all. All. All all. Right, all all. Right, any president Rundown down right. time. Oh, Rundown. gosh. Here we, here we go. go. Rundown. Um, ba, ba, ba. I even typed it tonight. So, listen. Uh, I hope it it's felt, a rap. Yeah. I mean, it has to rhyme, right? It feels like it would be not okay if it didn't. But also, that means it might not make sense in places because you can't expect too much of me. So, here we go. <clears throat> In the worst of times, Lynn comes in with the best of rhymes. With masterful use of turntables, dactyls, and syllables, Miranda convinces the viewer to question Aham, but subscribe to the hype of the lyrical man who rewrote history by telling this story for the world in a way never seen before. By juxtaposing Hamilton and Burr, Miranda exposes another side of Ham's silencer, Lynn lets us be in the room where it happened, tapping and rapping and snapping and clapping and thanking this man for his tactical brilliance that keeps his words, rhythm and story nonstop resilient in our minds, reminding us to believe in the Constitution, evolution, absolution and revolution.
2: Mm. Very nice. Hey, that was very good. Well, that Thank was you. excellent. I think you could Might speed it up your best. Uh, That was the first time trip. I read it.
1: Yeah,
0: you
2: speed
1: <laughs> I it up. realized I was like, I should have said this out loud. I can <laughs> Match <imagine by> my <laughs> tactical brilliance.
0: Yeah, and you should have got like a beat. I in didn't the get anywhere
1: close to David Diggs's six words a second. <laughs> no, I could have done some of this in the background. All right. Well, we'll have to do round two <laughs>
0: <laughs> another time
1: with some some post production.
0: <laughs> yes, get some post production on that one, uh, and we'll go from there. Uh, so, of course, w- we're discussing Hamilton on Disney Plus, which has become a streaming sensation, but long we've. Before, it was a streaming sensation of course it was a broadway, broadway. sensation yeah. remember that place broadway where you would oh, go to remember a theater, theater? and remember places and
1: remember.
2: people would
0: perform remember um, outside places yes remember inside outside places? places or inside places oh. where you could actually sit um with faces katie with and jim
1: have a fun uh quick quick hamilton story so last summer I made the decision that with some of my, uh, some of our summer savings, that I was finally mm-hmm. going to get us Hamilton tickets. We were mm-hmm. we were going to do this because okay. we weren't paying tuition in the summer. So I was like, tuition payment, Hamilton tickets. Tickets. Okay. Um, and so I bought Broadway tickets. I bought I bought tickets for the New York production of Hamilton. Love it. And then maybe five days later, a new block of tickets went on sale for the Philadelphia traveling tour, and the mm-hmm. price was like half. Okay. And so I had a moment of conflict. And then I bought the Philly tickets as well.
0: <laughs> so you saw it twice, or no. did you sell? I the... sold
1: the New York tickets. Okay. And the way this all played out, my friends, is that we actually got to see Hamilton uh, in Philly. And we would not have gotten to see it in New York because quarantine would have. Oh, shut it would have been okay. Down. It would
0: have been. Oh, yep. wow. That ticket, um,
1: that ticket got refunded.
0: I love it. Yeah. I have to admit that I had not purchased or gone to see Hamilton nor had I ever listened to a single song of uh the soundtrack of Hamilton prior to the viewing of this.
1: I have to I admit that when you didn't respond at the end of this movie experience. I held my breath for the past like 4 days thinking that you're going to say that you didn't like it. Well, no 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 no.
0: I just uh am a Hamilton fan of Hamilton the historic person. I loved it. I thought it was great. Whew. But I was uh a little bitter after years of being made fun of by a certain person. <laughs> And ridiculed for my support <laughs> and love of Alexander Hamilton. That then, all of a sudden, everybody's like, "Hey, have you heard of this Hamilton guy well,
1: before? Brian, He's so amazing." If you had you turned know? that energy into a creative vision, yeah. then there if, wouldn't have been mockery. You would have told but You were just story, all fangirling just on there. him.
0: Yeah. If I <laughs> had been supported by someone, <laughs> maybe I would have.
2: Yeah, that's what it was. A certain person it would have destroyed been. My it would have been like an eighties.
1: Like oh. Yacht Rock.
2: Yacht Rock <laughs> Hamilton? Oh my God, that's so good. Do,
0: do you... We... Jim has robbed society due to his lack of support of me. We could have wow. a Yacht Rock Hamilton. It would we have been a have Yacht a,
1: Rock Muppet musical.
0: Yes, we could have had a... um hmm harry potter concept album two decades ago <laughs> two decades ago we could have had a harry potter concept album he never supported my movie idea a of chances um, are remake three may three men and a little lebowski he didn't support pretty raptor my jurassic park pretty woman
1: i i don't even know offers. why you guys are still friends
0: it's it's hard sometimes are you under I, the the a, we're
1: friends there's a power imbalance here
0: I feel that he's kind of like Aaron Burr and he's just a little jealous he's just of waiting. my ideas. Yeah. He's just waiting. He's, he's, he's just waiting. Waiting for,
1: waiting for you to fail, right. Brian. So Let's talk about this magnificent show. I,
2: I think, so it'll be interesting to hear from Brian because I do think that this is a tough show to walk into without having any familiarity of the music. Um because katie and i had listened to the music for a full year ad
1: nauseum before
2: mm-hmm. we saw the show mm-hmm. in person um so much so that the girls were obsessed with it prior to knowing anything about it yes so i would like i, I kn- so what so, did, what brian was your you experience? should start brian. yeah oh well,
0: I really couldn't understand probably <laughs> 75% of the words. Yeah. But since I've read over 20 books on Alexander Hamilton, I knew exactly what was going on. So it was completely okay. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And now, had I not ever listened to the music and didn't have probably an unhealthy knowledge of Alexander Hamilton's life, it probably would have been more difficult. I don't think uh, unenjoyable, but I think it would have probably been more difficult. I think the interesting thing about it is there's no way probably on a first listening, unless you've extensively listened to it, to catch every lyric. But the music itself is so good that I think you can get enough at it. You know, I, I was able to follow it. Aileen was able to follow it. I was going to say, Brian, um, so,
1: my, my 87-year-old father was able to follow yes, it. So I you can feel like it. you should have. Oh, no. <laughs> I,
0: I, just, it's, I uh, it's a little faster in tempo than my usual music.
1: Your ears were not up to the challenge. I, to the challenge. I think that the way that the story is told in multiple forms <laughs> helps those of us whose ears might be a little bit slower.
2: Yeah, you, you catch up. Um but I do think that this is there is something about this um this show that I find uh super compelling as far as like it's a puzzle to kind of put together and and comprehend um and and rent had a little bit of that as well. We talked a little bit about rent Katie and I and how. We love that, and that was basically the the Hamilton of the of the '90s. It was the only
1: thing we could compare.
2: Yeah, the only musical, and like it brings me back to our conversation with Keenan and and, uh, and Tim about Cats, whereas like they were talking about Andrew Lloyd Webber. Cats is a shitty musical. I'm gonna say it, and Andrew Lloyd Webber was maybe a mediocre. Musical writer in an era when musical writers were really shitty.
1: Well, uh, that's that's trouble. That's trouble. I think so.
2: I think you're
1: you're looking at the evolution of an art form, right? No, I'm not.
2: I'm looking at a de evolution in his time period. Where, like, if I go back prior to that to like the classics, they're way better.
1: But okay, but some of the things that we would consider classics are his. Like what? Phantom of the Opera. Oh, come on. Mm. Oh, come on. Mm. That's not. No. Mm. No.
0: Anyway. I don't know enough about musical but, theater to make any but comment b- on those.
1: To, besides
2: the point, we can have that conversation another time uh, with someone who knows more about musicals as a guest, maybe. Thank you. Get. Yes. Um, All right. Fair. But my point is that they, it, there are a few shows, I think, that um, try something as, as uh, kind of off the wall as Hamilton and pull it off and capture both the traditional musical audience and pretty much everyone else.
1: <laughs> so here's the thing. I felt like the only thing we could compare it to was Rent. But, uh, I, I I, mean, I love, I love Rent with my whole heart. This feels like Rent to like, the next level like the the layers of storytelling and music writing and movement and like it's mm-hmm. it's everything all together like i love rent rent doesn't have the choreography that this musical does. No. no
2: no no uh, no it,
1: it doesn't have the repetition of sound
2: <laughs> and what it does have it has beautiful songs what it does have is the best song out of any of the, oh, any sure. Of the so like that's the one thing i will say about Hamilton. There is no single.
1: But so, I, I, you know what? I've and been that, thinking about that recently. But what's blowing my mind, and we've talked about this, is mm-hmm. like day by day, week by week, like I will latch on to right. a song yep. from Hamilton and get obsessed with that song. Mm-hmm. Like singing it over and over again, thinking about the words, thinking about all the stuff that's happening in that song. It feels like there are 48 little mini puzzles to like yeah. obsess over in this musical.
2: There are. There
1: that's are. incredible.
2: Yeah, no, I know. I know.
1: So to but say I, like, it doesn't have a single, <clears throat> I don't know. I think that that's because they are equally strong. It's not because there's no standout. No, no, no. There is no, no there is no I, singular song that encapsulates like the, the musical. Show, like, you
2: don't have like, so seasons right. of love. It, you don't have seasons of love. Sure. Yes. <clears> yeah. Yeah.
0: But that's hey. but I I like that about this. No, I I, I do too. I,
2: and oh, I'm not saying you
0: don't like it, but I do think Jim's right it's unique in that. Like I feel most shows have that song that they would be attached to. That one. And I think that's probably part of musical theater. It's almost like regular films, right? Like each movie when we talk about an action movie, right? Yeah. They usually have that one set piece that you are going to be talking about at the end,
2: and I do and think the
0: fact that he didn't do that to me was even more so compelling. I don't know if there's that there's not like a crescendo to this show. I feel like it's equally interesting well, throughout it's funny. the course we, we've of the talked, show.
1: Watching it, we've now watched it three times. Uh, you know, the, the film version that leading up to intermission, there is a crescendo <laughs> um, at the like it's the winning of the war, right? Yeah, What's, it's
2: guns and ships. Guns and ships. <clears throat>
1: That feels like the way that you feel when you're in theater, like ah, this is this is the pause. But this then it
2: goes to nonstop. But
1: then it goes to stop. <laughs> right. And so, I, <laughs> but it, but I like it. And I it. should
2: I should clarify what I'm talking about with the song, is that there's no, um, there's no song in this musical that you can take out out of the musical.
1: Because They're all a part of the
2: story because at the if you listen to it, you go, "What the f- who the fuck is Theodosia?" Like even if, if like that song it's was used the one, to story. Or, right, right? It's right. not going to be so, nobody's going to sing it
0: on American Idol as their right. song that right. they're going to be auditioning for. So they might Whereas, because like, they're crappy,
2: so they're known. They're, so but,
0: yes, but I mean, it's not. It's not that thing right, for right. better. be singing like the Phantom of the Opera song or the a song from so, Miss Saigon or something like that. Well.
1: But but so part of why he wrote this that way, which again, I love is that when he was growing up, he couldn't afford to go to see Broadway shows. And so he wrote this song so that I don't even know the number of words that are spoken. It's, it's something like less than 20 words are actually spoken words in this musical. Everything is a musical track is a, is a song. Um, And he did that so that kids who couldn't afford to go see the show could listen and and experience the entire show in audio form. Yep. And I think that that's that's like wildly cool. <laughs> yeah.
2: That's and there amazing. are there are very few musicals that that have less spoken word than this.
1: I mean, our our 6-year-old leading up to watching this was asking such specific questions just listening to the songs for this show, asking such specific questions about like why a character's feeling that way what that what that phrase means like the, mm-hmm. there's something about the the songwriting here that i think is compelling so that you want you want to understand the story right. you want to right. listen harder than you've listened before to figure out like what's going on who is this person talking who is this guy in dear theodosia
2: and then and then the other layer on top of that is like it's very clearly not a historically accurate portrayal of mm-hmm. these people. So that's another layer where you're like, oh, did that really happen? Like did this really happen? And there are some of, some of the stuff you're like, oh my god, that really when you look at, it, you're mm-hmm. like, oh that really did happen. It was
0: actually, I have to say, some it was better than I expected it yeah. to be. Um which is not a do you know what I mean yeah. I I was surprised some of the choices in his life that they picked to use. And I actually thought by and large um, for an adaptation of somebody's life, it wasn't too bad.
1: I mean, the things that get cut out, I I understand why. you know, I understand why we don't see all of the Hamilton kids. I understand why we only, we only hear about one Hamilton child. Uh, I understand why he used Angelica's story the way he did and didn't give us, you know, that the, the other. The chronology is off with her story, you know, Yes, but he used it to make it work with the story that he was telling. I I get that
0: part of my issue, ultimately, with I guess if we consider this a movie, it's a biopic. Right. And we did Just Mercy recently as well. Um, You can never use these things as a history lesson. Right. They're 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 a piece of entertainment
1: well but you here's know, the difference using Brian.
0: The insp- but but just can i just let me finish yeah. like you can use it to be exposed to who this person right. is but i don't expect lin-manuel miranda to be a history teacher oh, that's totally. not that's not his job so he is at a right to take liberties in certain yep. ways to tell it and then you as a viewer if you're really interested it's The onus is on you to explore what of this is factual and what is not. uh, To me, it's not his responsibility unless he lies about something or exploits something in a way and then is disingenuous about that. I totally. And I didn't get that feeling at all with what he was doing there. And in that respect, I was coming into this. With apprehension, Mm -hmm. having known as much as I did in terms of the liberties that were going to be taken. And I I I don't think the ones that were taken were off base of who he was as a person. Yeah and i think that's sometimes with these things the best you can hope for
1: well and i think you know in referencing just mercy one of the things we discussed is the the time is your friend in in these kinds of stories right and so the fact that he's writing about people that lived 300 years ago it allows him to really play around with the story you know cuz yeah there's a ton of letters there's a ton of writings but in terms of like you know what was the actual relationship like what you know what was actually said in those moments who knows? And so that's where he gets to really, you know, dig in and and have fun, you know, take the emotion and then put whatever words he wants to it. Yeah. Um, And that, you know, that that obviously benefits him and not just mercy.
2: Specifically, like an example is there's no evidence that he ever asked Aaron Burr to be part of the Federalist Papers, but that scene is consistent for like (laughs) their characters and (laughs) the story He's setting up, which is that one of these people is sort of invested and 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 is going is invested in doing the doing as much as he can for the country. And the other is just invested in in accumulating power.
1: Yeah.
0: And I would say the one the one. I guess the biggest problematic situation I had, and I'm, again, wildly different than I would say 99.9% of people who would watch this musical because they don't care historically mm. about this person to this level. I think he was overly generous to Aaron Burr as a person. Mm. I think he softened Aaron Burr much more than I would have. I think he's so if we're much being more... Fair disingenuous a person than even Lynn manuel did but I don't know if that would have worked for the story but person. I
1: also so again we're talking about folks that lived in the seventeen, eighteen hundreds. Hamilton wrote a ton right which allows you to really get a grasp for who this person was um, do we do we have that much on Aaron Burr I mean well, so just like when you're thinking about like how these story who who tells the story right do we do we know much of his like inner well, workings? Aaron Burr, Aaron Burr
0: attempted to join up with Spain and started his own country and take New Orleans away from the U.S. after he was put on trial for killing Hamilton as he was vice president. <laughs> so he was pretty much a scumbag. Okay. Yeah. But I I liked his portrait. First of all, I have to say his character is one of my favorites in this. I, I don't think you could have used Aaron Burr the real Aaron Burr as effectively as the character of Aaron Burr Mm -hmm. that he created though. I hate Aaron Burr. So I am biased. (laughs) Ah.
2: The,
1: uh, I hate this man. That's been right. I I think. And, and yeah, so,
2: I mean, there's so much to talk about what, um,
1: there's, there was one comment that I wanted to come back to, which is whether this is actually a musical or if it's more of an opera. And I'm going to be honest. I don't know what the difference would be. What's the difference?
2: I think what Meg was commenting on there was when we were saying about the spoken part of it being
1: is, but, but I do think that's a valid,
0: I do feel it It it, is not, it's not in opera. Can I I be honest that I,
1: I think in my mind, operas, um, are not ever in English. Are, are there, are there well, English no, operas?
2: I'm sure there are. But it's, <laughs> Probably. <it's, laughs> uh, wait, I'll write that down. i fact are there, check that, Hold on. Because
1: I think in my mind are there they, are, they are hold only... On. Yeah, I, I don't know. It, it's Actually, like how Champagne has to be from Champagne, France. I think, like, it, I think it has to
2: be sung in operatic style. Oh, I think what it's Meg's, more about the
1: style? I then.
2: think what Meg's saying is that Operas tend to be most, almost all singing, yes. and no, no spoken word.
1: Well, the- and I don't think that this is. Sorry, sorry. No. You go. Uh, nope. 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 You go. It's.
2: I, I would say it doesn't follow a typical operatic format where there's like an aria and there's all that kind of stuff. But you know
1: more about operas than I thought. I took. I, know, him, I, I don't know if you knew
2: what my minor was in college.
1: I do. I do remember. Yeah.
2: yeah. Music I have history. trouble yeah, remembering what your major
0: so, was because you had five yeah. of them.
2: We literally named our podcast it was a after
1: my major. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs>
2: Eventually, um, the yeah. So I I don't know that that's a a huge distinction. I think you know. Again, we talked about rent. Rent has more spoken dialogue than hamilton but it's it was a lot less than other typical musicals um so i i think it's a musical through and through
1: another listener wants to agree with brian that uh in in the show burr's character was very uh empathetic but in reality he sucked yeah thank you i think
2: i think he um yeah i think burr was incredible the thing that i wanted to talk about um and the reason i kind of disagree with meg on the opera versus musical is that lin manuel is deeply rooted in musical theater and he takes so many things from other shows and musical theater and and like kind of elevates them makes them incredibly good he does and he does the same thing for hip hop in this show where he he's taking from like all his favorites and he's going to throw there are so many, like, Easter egg. Uh-huh. This is like, uh-huh. it, you know, J.J. J. Abrams on 10 as far as, like, what we used to pick apart in Lost. Like I like, was going to uh,
1: say, like, th- this is where you would classify something that's literature versus, like, good story. Correct. Right? Yeah. This is literature. Where, yeah. like, the number of layers of meaning are endless. Right.
2: And so you have the lyrical meanings, which are just out there, you know. And the, the first one right off the bat is the beginning, the introduction of Alexander Hamilton Katie and I were talking about this it's you know you have them saying like me I trusted him and that's George Washington then you have me I loved him and that's the three women so it's it's uh Angelica Angelica, Eliza Eliza, Eliza, Peggy
1: who is also Miranda
2: Miranda Reynolds Mariah Mariah sorry yeah I fought with him is David Diggs who plays both Lafayette who fought with him and Thomas Jefferson who fought with him? him. <laughs> yeah, literally fought mm-hmm. with him. Um, yeah, and then who who else am I missing anyone? Oh, no, I died, died for him. him? Is is so what, Philip and John Lawrence. Lawrence the same John guy? Lawrence. Plays both yeah, characters. Both. Yeah, it, and so like when you start getting to that level of detail and you know that that was intentional. Yeah, and the way yep. it it starts to I, I I just start to go to a place where I'm like, oh my god, these these people are so brilliant yeah. in what they, what they wrote together. Um, yeah. Yeah.
1: My, 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 my brain still can't comprehend that. I know that it was a team effort in terms of the production of that show, but that he came up with that story concept and those songs, just the intricacy of the songs. The layers of meaning there—the way that he uses lyrics, uh, you know, phrasing that yeah. threads throughout the show and has two meanings—even like, you know, not not throwing away my shot, right? Yeah. Like that idea, that concept, how that concept is used to mean so many different things throughout the show. Yeah, it it, it blows my mind. Yeah. College courses are going to be taught about Hamilton.
2: Yeah, the the uh, the idea of just burr sir being repeated throughout the musical even just in that song you punch the bursar
1: mm-hmm.
2: it's like there's like
1: no uh, yeah, there's well, he uses so
2: many ideas so well. yeah
0: um this is why i was leading the charge not to have yeah. alexander hamilton taken off of the $10. i remember that brian Do you remember that i, I pre- was, i'm pretty sure remember- you started a petition Mm-hmm. People wanted to remove him and leave that fuck Thomas Jefferson and Andrew Jackson on money. People who tried to destroy the national bank. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, By the way, the portrayal of Thomas Jefferson in this production is spot on. Yeah. And, so and, and the fraud that he was, was, Perfect. My favorite line is when they go after him about uh, talking about hard work and stuff. And he, yeah. you know, he basically we one, know
2: who's doing the planting. Yeah.
0: Yeah. We know who's doing oh, the yeah. planting a- as he's sleeping with his slave. Yep. Yeah. Just putting that out there. That is historically oh, accurate, yeah. everyone. Yep.
1: Mm-hmm. Um, yes. Uh, meanwhile, one of my students who is a young black woman went to Virginia to visit Monticello because she loves Hamilton Mm. and got bought a glass, a souvenir glass and brought it back to me. And I was just having this like weird experience of feelings over this. I'm like, I have a Monticello glass now that I drink out of whatever the hell it is you do in Monticello. (laughs) Um, but my children think I'm that's uh, uh,
2: right. That part. So we, we, I don't even know where to, where to go, but yeah, I wanted to talk about my one of my favorite parts which is when he's like, "Well, let's let, should we ask uh King Louis his head's in a basket. You know, yeah. maybe we should take it out and ask it. Mm-hmm. King Louis, should we honor the treaty we yeah. signed?" I don't know, That's, no, I'm super, super dead. dead. Yeah.
0: Now, that part was fantastic. I mean, it, the the his ability to have a through line through this is is very difficult because i think a lot of people through this musical are exposed to how much hamilton actually did that a lot of people don't know because he was never a president you know yeah. Yeah. so so much of what is taught historically yeah. in a simplistic way is taught as a history of presidents. And it's almost like if you don't achieve that and, and Jefferson was able to do this and Madison was able to do this to Hamilton historically, which is why I love this. And they talk about the the song about who tells the story when Hamilton dies and Jefferson becomes president, you get a, a an era of Jeffersonian ideals where it was destroyed the myth of who Hamilton was. And it's really a century where people are not talking about Hamilton. It's not really until 1900, you know, that Teddy Roosevelt starts talking about Hamilton again. And people start realizing what he did because he didn't survive. So who was telling his story? And, you know, his wife was telling his story, but historians weren't. Historians yeah. were talking about how great Thomas Jefferson was yeah. and how great James Madison was and how great Andrew and nobody was talking about Hamilton. And I thematically what I loved about it is he was an immigrant. And, you know, pre I think people forget get because it was pre COVID the discussion we were having in the years leading through pre COVID about immigration and the role of immigrants and everything Mm -hmm. in this. And it's in Hamilton. And it's one thing that you couldn't probably convey in the musical, but I think he does a fairly decent job of it is that he loved conceptually the idea of what America was. And he was not because he was not from here originally, bound to anything other than a vision of what this place could be from everyone. Mm -hmm. And I thought that he did a a really good job of conveying that through how he was Hamilton. And I love that piece of it. And I also loved in a sense, I feel like his humility in terms of how he wrote it, because Hamilton himself is not the focal character in many ways in this Mm -hmm. play. Yes. And that's and I said at the end, even to Eileen, I'm like, if you have to rank all these performances here. He doesn't stand out, but without him, none of it's possible. And that might actually be the most impressive thing is that he's able to just be there the whole time and you don't realize he's allowing everyone to elevate themselves.
1: Absolutely. And I've really enjoyed seeing the original cast react mm-hmm. to you know, everybody watching it and them sort of reliving the experience. And, and I feel like that's something that a few of them have spoken to. Um, you know, the generosity of the writer in that he gave so many brilliant performances away, right? <laughs> when you think about the, the most impactful songs of the show, you know, I think people would go to Angelica, Satisfied. Eliza, right? they would go to Aaron Burr, they would go to David Diggs, right oh Christopher Jackson, forget it right like th- th- almost every major character has just this like crushing song, um, and he wrote it that way, right like <laughs> yeah. he wrote it, and then he sought out you know specific people for those roles. You know, I I think in looking up David Diggs, like he didn't do much acting before this. Um, Lin-Manuel sought him out because of his musical (laughs) abilities, which obviously are necessary for that role. Um, And I just, I love, again, like that forethought, right? Mm -hmm. The way that he was thinking about like, who is going to fill these roles um, and be able to carry these songs, you know, do these songs justice, It is. It's such a generous show.
0: But ultimately that in some way was Hamiltonian in nature, Mm. which is the end product was what needed to be achieved at whatever call it. do you I mean he yeah. he never needed to be president there was a vanity there but it was a, a vanity in a way that was different than Aaron Burr's vanity or mm-hmm. Thomas Jefferson's vanity because he was a kid who was raised with nothing and he would read these Greek and Roman tales about what a hero is mm-hmm. and it and it was very Different obviously than an aristocracy of a Jefferson who had money and things like that, and I thought Lynn Manuel did that interestingly. And listen, Hamilton was not a perfect person, and I think he did a good job of showing that as yeah, well. Yeah, Hamilton was a guy, you know, who I equate my mind if you study him like a Steve Jobs, like a Da Vinci, who there's a level of brilliance there but the cost of that level of brilliance yeah. is an inability to make simple decisions mm-hmm. he he could do you know he's he can make all these amazingly complex things happen but he can't necessarily function in a normal relationship
2: mm-hmm. yeah and the, you know a lot of stuff has coming out has has come out since it's you know grown in popularity around whether you know whether they're they're showing the the founding fathers in in a much better light than they probably should be shown and things like that. And I I don't necessarily think I think if you watch this without a critical eye, you could walk away saying, "Yeah, Hamilton's the hero of this show." But in actuality, if you really think about it, it basically starts off with. I think it's just two anti-heroes. You yeah. have Burr yep. and Hamilton and, you know, throw Thomas Jefferson in there, too. And George Washington. You have just people yep. doing just right flawed. and wrong. Yep. And they call attention to the wrong, too. They don't I mean, they don't go really hard into slavery, but they do basically make mention that, no, these people did not fix it. They did not do the right thing at the time the country was created, they didn't do the right thing. And, um, you know, there's, there's other pieces where I basically right out of the bat, you find out like Aaron Burr. I'm the guy that shot him literally the next song. He says, dude, chill out. Be. He's basically saying talk less. Smile more is basically saying like, Hey, shut up. Be kinder to people. And you'll live longer. Otherwise, you might get you'll wind up dead. And literally, Hamilton never learns that lesson throughout this entire show. Shit falls apart around him in the second act. You know, after intermission, and it just gets from bad to worse. I don't know that it's like it's not a hero's journey. This this show, it's basically like this guy did a bunch of really interesting things, and he he had an amazing gift to write and and for policy and, and for military stuff, but he, he failed in so many other ways and his pride eventually cost him his life. Like, well, he's a, he's a Greek tragedy.
0: He really is. Right. Yeah. He's Bill Clinton. He's Richard Nixon. What I, which I always tell my students, I'm like these people, there is a level of brilliance, but they're also their own worst enemy. Yeah which is sad. Like you can't figure now that doesn't take away from it. My I, I ultimately I I, my issue with critiques about the slavery piece is. I think most people, by and large, most, unless they're being taught horrifically, know the founding father, most of the uh, not shouldn't even say most. Hamilton didn't own a slave. John Adams didn't own a slave. Not all founding fathers own slaves. Is it Lin-Manuel Miranda's? responsibility to do a massive history of American slavery in, in this play, you know, and I don't think that's the case here. He could write one on that institution. If he wants I, to me, the example I make for better or worse is, is every world war two movie that's made have to reference the Holocaust or it's an invalid piece of thing. I, I, I think if he ignored it completely or he made them look like they were, I don't think any of these people are necessarily shown as anything other than people. It, you know, it's not a sequence like you saw back in the 1960s and seventies where they would make movies and slave owners are buddies with the slaves they have. You know, that's not what he's doing here. He's trying to tell a story. um, And the reality is Hamilton was not a slave owner. So I I'm not sure you know, if you're going to well, make a Thomas Jefferson the, musical, yeah, the, the, then then <sighs> then I think it turns into something different.
2: Well, the 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 criticism comes around his relationship with the Skylers, which is apparently where he was involved in the slave trade for mm-hmm. Philip Schuyler, mm-hmm. and so like it it gets murky there. But the the to me, um, you know, people criticizing uh, Miranda for doing that are missing the point here because in the next breath they typically say the show is only really popular because he appropriated hip hop and and got all these these people of color to play these amazing roles and those people brought it to life. I'm like you you can't separate the fact that he did that from exactly. the fact that yes. it's that it's n- not in the show or that and something I'll say about music. Appropriation has been brought up for a lot of different things this is not like a minstrel show this is not someone taking music from another culture and bastardizing it to use for for um profit like he is moved in the soul by hip-hop Like he's
1: a Puerto Rican kid from New York city. Why? Like how would that be appropriation?
2: That's what, I mean, these are some of the things that I've read. I, I just think that music appropriation is a little different than influence, right? And influence and, and, uh, kind of like that's in his genes, right? Like I, I, there's no, there's no way around who you are musically. I think. Yeah. I, so I, like, I just t- yeah, it, I just have
0: always felt like this, like in, in terms of Ziths, I think he did something wholly unique that nobody had ever done before. He w- reached out for a cast of people who have been, I think, either underrepresented or underappreciated. I find it odd to then go after him. Well, in people. some <laughs> respects, uh, f- oh, but no, but I find that. Uh, difficult for me to understand in the sense that it's not his responsibility to educate people. This is entertainment. Right. And we've gotten to this point now where we're seeing this across the board now, where it is a writer of a movie or a TV show's job to educate people. It's individual people's job to educate people. Well, I, if, he, if he had written something and, and it was Thomas Jefferson and it was the play was called Jefferson. And he ignored everything. Then to me, that's different. You know, if you if you take things out because you don't want to deal with it, if it's not central to the story he was telling here. In terms of what the message is, why is it his responsibility to just throw something? It, would it be better if he threw in five or six lines about it here and just gave it no. like so he could just as a check off box? Is no, that I just what think we, we want have to from like
1: that? course correct a little bit there because I I think that there is a social responsibility f- uh, in media and in art, and it's not always to tell the entire story. That's not the responsibility. But I think where Miranda did take responsibility was in representation and making sure that every kind of kid can look at this show and say, that person is like me. And that's a place where we have failed as an entertainment industry for as long as we have been making entertainment. And I think that he can look at the people who helped to create this masterpiece And say, this is representative of a people of all different kinds of people. Right. Um, And that is where we have failed as an entertainment industry, as a country for a long time. And so that should be celebrated. This is a show for everyone. And we need more shows like this.
2: Yeah, Yeah, I agree. Um, Uh, Let's talk uh, about our favorite parts. The bullet. The The bullet. bullet all right explain
1: okay so i love sir the pacing of this musical is unlike anything that you've ever seen <laughs> I ch- i will challenge you've never seen anything that moves this fast um i read something yesterday that if you slowed this down to the pace of most broadway musicals that it would last five to six hours so just looking at word count <laughs> alone that's how fast this musical moves. Paired with the movement, physical movement on the stage. This show is literally nonstop. I want to fact check, and I don't know if anybody has put this out here, Brian. Um, how many minutes the ensemble gets a break in this show? Because they are moving. I'm gonna say it's 90% of the musical. They are on stage and moving and I've never seen a show like that. I've never seen a show in such constant movement as this show. So specifically, the use of the ensemble—you know, there's a very minimal set. The set is basically scaffolding, brick walls, ropes. But great,
0: still, I was impressed at how minimalistic it was, but so well ways. used.
1: They use the ensemble often to convey change of scenery, right? It's their actions, their movements that kind of show you what's happening, whether there's a hurricane going on, you're on the ship, right? Um, it's a battle, right? Like they they are the setting in many of these scenes. Um, and then when we're peeling back the layers of all of the things, all the layers of meaning, there's this one character in the ensemble who's identified as the bullet and she comes in in, in these death scenes, um, specifically when a character gets shot. But you'll see her come to come. Well, to she gets killed. At she's the, start the first of the war. to die mm. at the start of the war. Um, and so she's just this really fascinating. Like every time I watch, I feel like my eye is drawn to a different member of the ensemble, and I'm just paying attention to like how the, how that person is used. It there's just no no person is like not highlighted in some way like they are all and i love that all of the ensemble gets kind of like a moment to shine right where like yeah. they get to be more of a character they get to be hamilton's mom they get to be mr well, skyler the... oh so she when burr fires the gun she holds the bullet well and, and
2: she and does it prior to when yeah you when, see that previously. when he's writing she follows the bullet over and his it goes head. over his head yeah,
1: yeah. um and that scene at the end where you know burr is pondering all of the things that are going through hamilton's mind during the duel uh before the duel and the emotion the intensity that that increases during that scene and then the gun is fired and hamilton uh, i don't e- I don't even know how to describe this is going to go song. down
2: i, I just it just popped in my head this is going to go down is it jesus christ superstar where What's his name is the is the best role to have Judas Judas that yeah. that's Aaron Burr oh right? like, sure sure like, oh, and I don't well, think, I think that's so yeah that's oh, yeah. intentional like, no
1: I mean I said to you 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 can pay attention even just to the way that he's posed throughout the show the so it's a juxtaposition right where like Burr and Hamilton in the colors that they wear in the movements of their body in the way that they sing. It, 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 they are so much aligned and contrasted right. throughout the whole thing that they really are a pair. They're, it is this. This show has two main characters. Right. Um, yeah, it's it's incredible. I mean, so he's he's the character that makes that like the Hamilton gesture yeah, yeah. the most with the legs spread and the arm up like that. Burr Bur is the character that does that the most throughout
2: the show, and his performance, Leslie Odom Jr. in this is incredible. Yep. I think as soon as he starts the show you know that something this is totally different than anything you've ever seen before and he you know i there there's something i think about his character and the the weakness of his character that is totally believable so that at the end when he is going through when she's holding the bullet or or no prior to that like as they're getting ready for the duel and he's, he's going through all the reasons that like he thinks Hamilton's really going to shoot him. Yeah. Like you believe all of that by that point, because of all the, the, what seemed like little slights along the way. But as you start to understand his character more, you realize that each one of those was keeping him from the, what he really wanted. Sure.
1: And that playing of time where you know, everything throughout the show is like, Hitting fast forward, pause, rewind, right? Where like you're realizing this is a split second. Like everything that he says in that song is running through his head in the second that it takes Hamilton to point a gun forward. Right. right. Like th- right. like that's that's how fast that
2: he wore his glasses. Yeah. Look it all up. of those he, thoughts. Look it up. He wore his glasses.
1: Um, I also didn't know the bullet is the last person to, p- to touch Philip before he dies. So it's all these little, little all these little little additional pieces of meaning.
2: Mm-hmm. Love it. Yeah, and, and again, you the the other part that we haven't really talked about is the the like human element and the emotional roller coaster of this show that goes directly in parallel with you know this creation of the National Bank and Hamilton's story. Um because you have those really quiet moments in the second act that are have nothing to do with the U.S. and all to do with Hamilton, Eliza and and Philip. Um, Yeah, it's it's pretty, pretty good.
1: (laughs) What about you, Brian? Um,
0: I most attached myself to King George.
1: Oh, my God. We didn't talk about
2: Christoph. Kristoff,
0: of course, I was uh, hoping he could break into a chorus of Lost in the Woods, which (laughs) is one of my favorite songs from Frozen 2. Uh, I could understand every lyric being sung by him and was i was really impressed for you. <laughs> with his saliva game that yeah. he had going on because i feel like i do that
1: i saw that like that was really in that same article yeah right? apparently he's just very moist when oh, he performs I, yeah. on stage that's he says just yeah. that's just normal yeah, yeah. I
2: it, the girls love that part yeah. it is it is brilliant to break up the show with his mm-hmm. his little <laughs> um
1: He's the comic relief. It, yeah, he's
2: the comic relief, but it also in such adds, a weird way. <laughs> in a weird way, but he also yeah. adds this element of out of touchness and and kind of get off my lawn, like kind of old man. Oh, yeah,
0: he was. I mean, he was just. I, I right. thought he was the det. I don't want to say like the detachment of it. Yeah, al- it almost allowed you to absorb everything else because. Everything is coming at you so fast in this that you can almost get that break of him. Yeah. And that kind of outside. He's the only outsider in this view, right? Mm -hmm. You're an outsider looking in and he's kind of an outsider. John Adams. Oh, um, I know him, him. But, but he's also I mean just a genius. Like yep. he's amazing in Mind Hunters. Yeah. I think he's an underrated oh part God. of the of the Frozen movies. If you quite honestly, if you haven't
1: seen the like romantic montage of Lin Manuel and, and Jonathan, Jonathan Groff, of uh, it's a beautiful video of all also the a podcast
2: musical that if you're interested called
1: Thirty Six Questions.
2: He's the male lead in it, and it's awesome.
1: Love it it's so good it's just three episodes if you haven't listened to it and you need a little more jonathan groff in your life i highly recommend it um so just like talking about king george for one more moment i feel like he's one of the characters that in particular like yeah the kids were really drawn to before they even saw him right his songs even um and the piece that we haven't really gotten into is As you said earlier, Brian, that this show provides a doorway into pieces of history that people really brushed over, didn't didn't really pay attention to. I have I think I've done more personal research into these real people Mm -hmm. at the age of thirty nine than I have ever done in my life And that's the magic of, uh, you know, a story that's based on history, I think. Right. Where like it is an amazing art form in so many ways, but that it also makes us more curious, makes us want to know like what really happened there, like makes us want to rethink like what were these people? Why were these people so upset? Wait, why would they do that? That's incredible. Right. Like that my kids are interested in American history. That's but amazing. that's
0: but that's also one of the things I love about this. And I think it's when you put th- you have to put things in context as well, which is, you know, he humanizes these people to the core of fundamental themes that I think people that we can still identify to. Mm -hmm. But then I think we need to take it to that next level, which I think is difficult in the musical to do or a movie or anything like that. Do you need to understand the context of the time periods that they were living in and the challenges they were facing? You know, it doesn't with all these challenges they make and the decisions they make when we look at it from 2020, the things that were values in some ways in their society are so foreign to us that we Uh can't even fathom that. But But what I love what he does is he strips it down to the things that are still issues of morality and family and all these things that we still have today. And those are the issues he faces. And hopefully that's a doorway into then going in and looking at these people and seeing more of, okay, what did they do? And I don't think he lionizes anyone I didn't come away from this thinking oh my god Al- Alexander Hamilton is the greatest person that ever no. lived I don't think you come away oh no with
1: anybody Please. there I mean my maybe the year only... old will talk to you about the choices that he made in his yeah, marriage I mean, maybe she's
2: the... furious oh,
0: with him she is, oh, Eliza of course. is
1: furious
0: yeah but maybe the only one you could say Comes off and you're like, "Wow, is was George Washington?"
1: Oh, I was going to say Eliza. I but think the, but the, the Eli- only Eli- person I really impressed. I gotta
0: honestly, Eliza was pretty much that great of a person yeah. um, but is Washington and, and Washington's one of those guys like there are real flaws there but he's Washington well, but he says, says that he
1: himself. says it about himself he says I <laughs> he does, <laughs> which <laughs> I
2: appreciate yeah. it though.
1: but do you know what I mean but though so I'm the model modern, of the modern, modern major, major general, general. Yeah.
2: which is also a callback to that other show
1: Pe- uh, Pirates of Penzance yes, yes. Percent, yes but like but he says and my men would want to put me on a pedestal like but don't do that like to, uh, like I, I love how didn't. they take That's all the moments where the character Wannabe. Freeze! Yeah. Oh, so good. Right, but that's the, the thing. The, it's like,
2: the, you, and I think you saw the same thing where he does the bow. Yeah. So like that, Christopher Jackson added that. Christopher Jackson added this because he was, you know, playing George Washington as a black man is yeah an interesting it's hard. right. Um, and so if you rewatch it, Brian, at the end when Eliza is, um, she says,
1: "I I spoke out against." Yeah. Well, she says first. She, she did,
2: says yeah. first. She says I went to Washington to raise funds for for the Washington and he says she told my story and then the next thing she says I think right after that is I spoke spoke out against slavery and he like basically has like a sorrowful bow like I'm he's like I'm sorry like I didn't do it so like yeah yeah, it's it is it's a murky situation as far as all that stuff goes but Lin-Manuel even like if you're on Twitter you can go and look at all the stuff. He was basically like, yeah, all what? these criticisms are 100% yep. have merit. But at the end of the day, he did, and he doesn't he doesn't qualify it with anything other than saying that. I'm saying, but he told us a story here that is absolutely brilliant
1: and he opens the door to all of uh, like the references that are made opens the door to all of those conversations right like that kids are asking about sally like who's sally right that kids are asking about like why why would uh king george kill people's friends and family right like that you're having those kinds of questions about like well what did people used to do right as you're saying having that contextual conversation
0: there comes a point where there's you there's personal accountability that if you want to learn things you- more so ever than now you have the ability to go and learn them
1: and the breadcrumbs are there like they're they're like sprinkled throughout
0: he and you do you have a i almost think it's like a personal responsibility. you know you have a personal responsibility i think as a parent you have a responsibility in some respect to educate your children to a level as an educator you then begin to push it forward. But you also have a personal responsibility. If you if you solely want to be told things and then just regurgitate them, then, I, then but then that's your choice. Like I, I just, feel like he does I a can't. really good job I can't with the critics. P- Providing <laughs> yeah. but of providing so, context and doing a great job right. of laying those have things. Have you there.
1: seen that he has there's an entire curriculum that he has I don't think he has created it, but he, but but people have done it Right. Like, I mean, he allowed for it, right. That, that now schools can do like a Hamilton curriculum from, from the makers of Hamilton, right? Like they have provided access to all of this content. And mm -hmm. I guarantee you that that goes a whole lot deeper in terms of all of of these issues. Right. I guess. And so it's it's a gateway. You have, you have, it's a gateway.
0: I, I think this is a transcending piece of art. That it's one of those things, and there's not many of them. You look at people and you say something. Some of the movies we've done, like 2001, mm-hmm. is a transcending piece of art. The Mona Lisa. I think this. I agree. 150 years is so uniquely different that anything that was done that you have to look
1: at it that no, way. No, this this is going to be one of the masterpieces of uh, American history. Yeah. That, that Like, that's it. And we we get to be alive while, while it exists. And, and the most incredible. important
0: thing is this. Aileen Costello said, I would watch that again. And Aileen <laughs> never... Ever, I, yes, Aileen. Ever, 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 ever. Says that. Tell her it keeps getting better. The only person who discouraged my love of Alexander Hamilton more than Jim was Aileen.
2: So I will say this: it gets better every time you watch it. Yep. Oh, I can. Every imagine. every time I can't wait you listen. It and if you're a Spotify person, um, if and I happened, when I really got hooked on this was I took a flight one time i forget where where i was going
1: probably london no it was dallas
2: it was like uh it was to
1: to texas i didn't want to go to that and
2: um i listened to the hamilton soundtrack on the flight and if you're on spotify they have the pop-up stuff so as you're listening it it has like interview quotes and it talks through like why he wrote certain things the way he did and it's really cool
1: yeah, I mean, we didn't even get into how each of the characters follows a specific. Yeah,
2: there's like different influences. musical stuff. I mean, there's just so there's so much.
1: there's so much.
2: Hercules Mulligan is bu- oh it has God. like a Buster Hercules Rhymes vibe. Mulligan, yep. all right, Bra- we've,
1: we've Bra- gotta so. we've gotta move forward. But I know we have not done Hamilton justice. Oh, so I, I have, I do say have one say we though. haven't
2: done it justice. One question for Lin Manuel: What comes next? Oh God. well, that's a tough one. Little Mermaid, yeah, that is a tough one. Little, Little Mermaid. He is next. doing Little Mermaid. divvy Diggs is Sebastian. I'm all in. What? Can't wait. I and Christopher
1: Jackson is also involved.
2: He I I he might be Triton. That'd be
1: awesome. I think I saw that he's also Ooh. in it.
2: I um, he has the rights and is an executive producer to The Name of the Wind, which is oh yeah, oh yeah, which is a fantasy novel oh. that I am absolutely in love with. That has. Philip Rothfuss Rothfuss yeah. Roth has gigantic musical um, potential potential yeah
1: also in the heights which, oh yeah which that is that movie is going well. to it's we're waiting
2: on it it doesn't matter for him this could not have worked out not COVID, that's true but the fact that he was able to get this out because now people are
1: going to watch it and yep. in
2: the heights is an incredible show and
1: if you haven't seen it he also did a mini musical for npr called radio drama that it's everybody really should watch and listen to yeah yeah we Lovely. love you lin-manuel miranda come on the show anytime yeah you're you know welcome. we're always here
2: i mean we're not some good news but you know we got some oh, we are, sometimes we, are not Krasinski, sometimes we have good news
1: but we, are we proponents love of disney you.
2: plus and we yeah. are you support disney
0: plus a lot we sure. love it um quick question before we're done yeah I have a strong feeling of this. I, and I'm hopeful this will not occur. I do not believe this should be turned into a real movie. Yeah. I, I don't think you agree be. or disagree. I
1: don't think, I don't think it should be. I agree. Yeah. It's tough. I, <sighs> it shouldn't be. I think this is
2: it. This is it. This, this show
1: was made for the stage.
0: I think they that's did. It. In a, and Shut I, it down. I can't even talk they about, they tried to
1: do that to rent ruined it. They yeah, ruined the, it. The don't brilliance do it. Of how it's they filmed meant it. to be on stage. Done. We couldn't
0: even. We didn't have time because there's so much about the show to talk Done. about the brilliance of how they shot it. Yes. Once they shot it with an audience, oh and then they went God. in and did fill fills and. So I do um, need to say without an audience, and I couldn't tell when they were doing it. Some it folks say,
1: brilliant. like now that w- now that I've seen it for free, I don't have to spend the money. No, no, yeah. you I, I see, I feel the opposite the pi- of that. Start the piggy bank right now. Start putting some pennies into your piggy bank into your ham ham bank. Um, you do need to see this performed on stage. And I'll it's t- a completely different experience,
2: and it's a different experience based on the cast members. Like we saw a guy, and I will have to go back and look who it was, but the guy who played Aaron Burr in in the show that we saw gave a very different performance than than is shown in this. And Leslie Odom. And Leslie Odom, different but totally as interesting in in, in different ways
1: mm-hmm yeah and and it's just that so you know when you're seeing the, it performed you see the whole stage all the time yeah right it's just a completely different experience and so i loved being able to see it on film and get those like close-ups of characters faces uh, like that was phenomenal but you still need to see it in a theater
2: everything's legal in jersey yeah
0: Uh, That is true, actually. All right. Unfortunately. All right. I think we're going to go right to five questions questions. this week. Here we go. You want answers? You want answers?
2: I want the truth. What makes a man,
0: Mr. Lebowski? What the fuck is the internet? Why?
2: Why? I can still hear it.
0: All right, time for five questions, and Katie is answering five questions this week. Uh, first up, Katie, thumbs up or thumbs down? How do you feel about visiting historical sites? I'm
1: a thumbs up on that, Brian. Uh, as somebody who always struggled learning history, what's the matter? <laughs> no, I, I
2: was, I was, I'm not laughing at you. I'm I was thinking laughing. of me. I'll tell you. I'll tell you in a second. Good.
1: I can't answer. say that as a kid, I appreciated it. But as oh, an adult, it helped big it, fan. Like, I, it, it helps me. Like, it helps me to get into the story. I need a story. I yeah. need to know. So, being in a place, we have a historical site nearby that my children and I finally checked out last year. It's called The Grange. And we ah, found out yes. that it was named such by none other than Marquis, Marquis de, de Lafayette, la who called it the farm. The, it, because he came to this city of Philadelphia and they took him out to this, like, boondocks place. Havertown. Havertown. Uh, and so he named this place The Grange. And so we just know it as The Grange and there's, like, a baseball field and stuff there. I went to visit this historical little stone space and it's like, oh, Lafayette, he stayed here. That's pretty cool. It made me excited.
2: How you say? Anarchy. Ah,
1: uh, anarchy.
2: <laughs> <laughs> um, I laughed because... It made me think about my dad taking me to Valley Forge when I was younger no, and he me was just, trying
1: to get the kids into Oh my
2: day. god, I just wanted to run away. Well, and it's the way <laughs> that I he sells it. Right?
1: Like they are so into Hamilton, but he was like, Did you know that the biggest battle, the most people dead? I'm like, That's not gonna they don't care.
2: It wasn't it's, no, that was that wasn't family.
1: Valley Forge. I that forget was Antietam. where that was. No, I forget what place he was trying to get them to go. They didn't care.
2: I
0: <laughs> think we should go on one of those post. Once we have a vaccine, go on one of those walking tours of Hamilton and turn it into a yes. bar crawl. Yeah.
1: I, I'm, I'm in. I'm in for a walking tour of anywhere. I love I love it. Uh, it. All right. Here we go. OK, question number two. This is
0: a little long winded, but I think it's a challenging, interesting <laughs> question. All right. Here's your challenge, Katie. Would you rather watch the original Broadway cast do a live performance just for you, an individual live performance, but you could only ever see the show mm. that time, or would you rather what you have, which is access forever to the original cast on Disney Plus? This is show. a
1: quality versus quantity question, which I struggle with. Quality is my one Broadway performance, but so much of the beauty of this show is being able to rewatch it and and look at all of those Pieces you missed the first time. So I'm going to go with Disney Plus reluctantly. Okay. Because it's a tough one. I, I don't ask b- easy would questions. Say, like, if you have the means to see this performed on stage, you have to do that at some point.
0: Perfect. All right. Here we go. Fill in the blank question. A character from Hamilton I would love to see have their own show is...
1: Bruh. Bruh. Hercules I am Mulligan. Hercules Mulligan now. <laughs> I thought you were going to say took- Peggy he took great liberties with the character of Hercules Mulligan. Yes, but he I, I, again, but he I never even heard of the guy. i looked him up. But a
0: very interesting, very interesting character guy. in real life. Like, you could he was, easily have a show. Yeah,
1: he was like a mentor to Hamilton. Had a ton of kids. <laughs> Wasn't quite sleeping with the horses, I don't think. He was ah, doing a lot of sleeping no, with his they wife.
2: Con- they confirmed that.
1: I know, that was, a fu- that was a funny, when I thought about that, I'm like, oh, that makes so much he sense. He
2: would sleep with uh, sleep with people's daughters
1: And And then steal the horses. No, no, no. That's not a confirmation. That was like, here's all the ways we could think about this. And then the fact that he says over four sets of corsets actually shows you that he hasn't done any of those things. Yeah, That he's just all bravado. Yeah, This is just a guy talking.
2: Who also played James Madison. That
1: actor was insane. Oh my gosh. So have you listened to the man just speak in his regular voice? Like this is where I'm in awe so same for leslie odom jr like this i think watching these shows i'm like oh that's just that's who they are that's how they carry themselves and then when you see the level of like how much they've put on like a vocal affect you know the way they hold their body changes oh god incredible yeah i cannot pronounce the man who plays james madison and um hercules mulligan But he has such a lovely speaking voice, like such a lovely. (laughs) And then to hear him do Hercules, it's fabulous. Love him.
0: Favorite question now. What's the favorite biography Mm. you've ever read?
1: I don't know if I've read many biographies. I've read more autobiographies and memoirs. All right, that's fine. Um, and so I think I'm going to go with Maya Angelou's I Know Why the Caged Bird Sings, but it's a close tie with Jeanette Wall's um, Glass Castle, which oh. I think might be my favorite memoir ever. Okay. Yeah. I have a
0: few recommendations. Of course, if you've never read it, <laughs> I, Ron Chernow's I was Hamilton, supposed to read that this summer. Which, which I've read twice.
2: I've also heard that the one, the other one they're calling out on the title on the cover there, Titan is yes. supposed to be incredible.
0: Amazing. Tip. He also um, wrote house of Morgan, which is fantastic. And he wrote Pat Morgan? Uh, his most, his most recent book is on Ulysses S grant. Who's mm. a really fascinating guy. Right. Uh, if you love Hamilton, you could try the many faces of Alexander Hamilton. Mm-hmm. You could try Alexander Ooh. Hamilton, a life. Right. When you you could try time? Triumvirate, which is on the writing of the U.S. Constitution, which is interesting. Uh, you could also try Alexander Hamilton's Complete Works, which my copy is locked in school with my Alexander Hamilton stuffed animal oh that sits God. on my desk. I do.
1: I do remember the stuffed animal. Um, When do you read all of these books?
0: Uh, well, these books I all read before I had kids.
1: Uh, yes. OK. Yep.
0: That's fine. I went on a run of about three years where I read, again, over 20 books. Every treat is directly on the shelf. Out.
2: The man um, is nonstop, Katie.
0: Nonstop. I also, t- I also have read the entire Federalist Papers and went to a seminar, a week-long seminar. Uh,
2: right.
1: Uh, we should have introduced you as the Alexander Hamilton expert. All
2: right. Finish yes, your th- evening. All right. We're running. We are, running, right. we are going long. All uh,
1: right.
0: Yes. Finally. Deep thoughts question. Mm-hmm. Katie, what musical or play would you like to see Disney plus stream next? Okay.
1: So the the big disappointment for Jim and I is rent in the way that it has been attempted to. like. Oh, that to, live
2: version was an horrendous. abomination. And Ooh. so if
1: they could do to rent what they did to Hamilton, I am all in. Uh, not necessarily a need, PG.
2: Show. No, they need a musical. Right, but, but they could put it on Hulu. Um,
1: well, but there's stuff on Disney Plus that's not PG. That's true.
2: But they they go yeah, up to PG thirty. They need a yeah. musical director who's going to like keep it nineties music. Like, yeah. what they did to that live Ugh. show was an absolute abomination. But then
1: let's talk about the final song when the original cast came in. Well, that was nostalgia. Freaking Jesse Green. Nostalgia. Stop. Jesse Morton. Detective Jesse Green. Morton.
2: He played Detective, detective Green.
1: Green.
0: Yeah. We saw him once at a restaurant. I, met, I yeah. Yep. I, t- yeah, I touched him. the man. He was great. He's very tall. Uh, oh and that is five questions. Very handsome.
1: Oh, very handsome. And his voice. Tom He's very kind.
0: Um, his eyes. He was very, kind very exciting. Chocolatey he was brown. Very exciting. Imagine you had <sighs> his know. eyes with Tim's
2: voice.
1: Uh, that just awesome. got all twisty for me. Uh, I was wondering,
2: is Tim's voice overrated just because he's talking next to Kenan?
1: Oh, interesting. Oh,
2: uh,
0: that's a talking point yeah. for another episode. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think so. I think he has a professional voice. I think voice. Tim's
1: got a great voice. But I think We should do yeah. voice work. We should get him hooked up with Sean and George.
0: Jesus well, Christ. Let's I not don't do know that. if we want to do that to him. Yeah. Um, everybody should watch
1: uh, of course,
0: Hamilton on the greatest serving site ever created, Disney Plus. Well, uh, I don't know if it was, us, but this. Sponsor this. us, Disney Plus. This was a huge win this for them. This was a huge, huge brilliant huge piece of work. Donald Trump, um, huge. Yeah. The great, the greatest thing ever. That's ever happened. Ever happened to anyone mm-hmm. was Hamilton being on Disney More Plus. people
2: watched Hamilton on Disney Plus than watched anything ever. Yeah,
0: probably more people have watched Hamilton on Disney Plus who will vote, unfortunately, which is a slap in the face to the real Alexander Hamilton.
2: Um, Everybody go
0: vote. Remember to like, share, subscribe, review to the show. We, We love that. Uh, we were going to have Katie have her book club do that. I didn't notice any increase in reviews no, they, they or anything, anything. from no, the no, book club. No, so my um, like um, no, But our our advertising money is going through the roof. Oh my gosh! Oh, it is, a, going, it is going through the roof. People are starting. I hope starting, that
1: you guys aren't banking on this for your retirement because this, this
0: is. I am. This is. Not, I'm, I'm
2: quitting my job. Holy I'm moly! Not going,
1: Lord, we had a bump.
2: We are at thirteen dollars and thirty seven cents. I'm just Hello. saying, maybe we
1: should re-record this the commercial.
2: This big, the the recording of the commercial does not mean anything.
1: I thought it's about like people actually no, going and doing the thing. No, after they like, just have
2: to listen to uh, the episode. You think we got to get people to sign up for Anchor to get any <laughs> yes, money? And you not, think no. I mean, that we convince that You <think> people? We <laughs> got that kind of money for that?
0: Why do you think we have anyone tell you just get people subscribed to the show? Maybe, that's a free download. We're getting paid for every download. That's all you think this, matters. Is this is
1: an accident? Oh
2: my
0: God.
1: All right. Good Lord. Listen, uh,
0: we are back next watch week. Watch Hamilton. Um, very excited about next week's episode as we talk about the amazing Tom Cruise in A Few Good Men. We're going to have a special guest. We're going to have a special Ooh. guest
1: we're gonna have a real live lawyer
0: we're gonna have a real
1: lawyer a real one
0: the uh official counsel I, I thought you just
2: said a real good lawyer i'm like esquire ah, Joshua
0: know he's, Folder, good.
1: Esquire. He is, he's
0: famous uh, he was official counsel for
2: Com majors yep uh and if you've ever seen the uh, uh, you know
1: he has a viral video he has
2: a viral video of him viral screaming an ice agent we, yeah. we
1: could share his viral video Yeah,
2: we should where he's 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 representing his client who he was sure is. arrested by ice in the
1: courthouse. He is not throwing away his shot. <laughs> no.
2: Mm-hmm. No. Uh, that will
0: be next week, and it might be the last one. We could get on some kind of watch list or something for having him on the show. Probably. No, he'll be
2: fine. Uh, it's all right. He'll represent us great. when we I wonder if see Emily him. will be getting him drinks.
0: Maybe we should have Emily with him.
2: That's, that's probably, probably a good idea. A really we might need business. to temper him with Emily. <laughs> like, you know, uh, you temper the eggs. Yes, I
0: love it. All right, we'll see everybody next week. Bye, Bye, everyone. everyone. Bye.